there and welcome back to the Makeshift Happen podcast. In this series, we're talking about how to make shift happen with cryptocurrency. I'm your host, Leslie Wheeler, and the topic of this episode is creating your crypto crew. Your crypto crew is who you go to when you want to learn more about crypto. And the best way to learn something new is to immerse yourself in it. We hear about this method all the time with learning a new language. And, well, with the new technology like blockchain and cryptocurrency, it's a lot like learning a new language. There's the actual language and coding of the technology, but that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about financial literacy terms, political terms, economic terms, even cultural terms. There's literally a culture around crypto and slang that only people in the space understand. This can be really intimidating at first because there's so much to learn and We're busy people, right? We don't all have time to carve out of our day to sit in a quiet corner and read and research this stuff. I know that. That's why these are short episodes, okay? I got you. (laughs) You have a life you need to get back to. I do not judge you for it. I don't judge you for not dropping everything to learn about this stuff. But there is a way to still live your life and immerse yourself in a learning environment to start to fully understand this complicated stuff. And quickly and in a way where it doesn't have to disrupt your life at all because the best learning environment out there is right where you are right now (laughs) on your phone or computer basically on social media because you choose your feed on social media you choose who you follow or who you unfollow or mute or block and I don't care which platform you use as long as it's Twitter (laughs) I'm just kidding Well, I mean, the truth is Twitter is the best social media platform to learn about crypto right now, but no matter what your favorite platform is, just start following people who talk about crypto. Simple enough, right? (laughs) Mindfully curating your social media feed is the best way to start learning about any new topic because it introduces a sort of passive learning process that's built into a habit you already practice, like scrolling through your social media feed. So when you're eating breakfast and you open up your favorite social app and start scrolling, you see that Jessica just had a new baby and oh my gosh, she's so cute. Sarah just posted a pic with a new guy, but why when everything seemed to be going so perfectly with her and Blake? Oh, and your grandma just had spaghetti for dinner. Oh, and Dogecoin is now worth more than Ford. And oh, the FDIC announces that they'll start looking into how banks can hold Bitcoin. And why does everyone keep saying GM? That must be a crypto thing. The next thing you know, you're just going about your everyday life. But then this time, when your friend brings up Bitcoin or NFTs at the dinner table, you start speaking the language of crypto. You understand it. And your opinion on it, whether before or against, is properly informed and well thought out. And you feel confident and empowered by crypto questions instead of intimidated or confused by them. So if you're looking for a way to get started, just follow one person and look at the suggested follows and follow more people and keep snowballing like this until you've assembled your crypto crew. If you need a suggestion for even the first person to follow, here are four people in my crypto crew. These are virtual people. Well, they're real people that I follow virtually to learn about crypto. Now, I don't agree with everything they say or their opinions on everything, 
but I enjoy the information they share. The perspective they bring and the news, the stats, the facts they share are helpful. So this list is in no particular order, but let's start with Natalie Brunel. She's a journalist and newscaster and, dare I say, boss bitch. She so eloquently simplifies Bitcoin to its very essence. I've learned a lot about the financial system and how it works from her and how it relates to Bitcoin, and she's just an awesome and very knowledgeable person to follow. So here's Natalie. A lot of people, they physically want to hold it. It just, there's a comfort factor in it. How do you get people to get their mind and accept this and get comfortable with the thought of this? Yeah, so I mean, a lot of us just transact with things like our digital bank accounts, right? Not a lot of us actually use cash. But the most most important thing is I think we need to help educate people about inflation and what it's doing to the purchasing power of their money. This is the most important feature, in my opinion, of Bitcoin. In the US, our money, our paper money, used to be backed by gold, meaning the Fed had to have you know a certain amount of gold reserves, and then it issued paper notes backed by that asset. But most people forget we went off the gold standard in 1970 with Nixon, and it was supposed to be temporary, but here we are 50 years later, and we have been printing money that's backed by essentially nothing at this point but U.S. debt. I told you, right? (laughs) You can find her on Twitter. Her handle is at Nat Brunell, that's N-A-T-B-R-U-N-E-L-L. I'm going to give you everyone's Twitter, but I'm sure they're on Instagram too or YouTube or whatever platform you prefer. Uh, These are pretty well-known people that I'll mention, so they'll all have the blue check mark and everything like that. So the next person I want to recommend following is Anthony Pompliano, also known as just Pomp. Q4 of this year is going to be insane. Shocktober. When you hold up for when you're playing football, fourth quarter. Anything fourth quarter. can happen in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Pomp is the best person to keep you up to date on crypto news. He focuses on Bitcoin and crypto in general. He's an ex-Facebooker. I'm not calling it meta yet. (laughs) And he's been informing people on Bitcoin even when it was super embarrassing and everyone was laughing at him for thinking it was ever going to be a thing. I'm talking about even in 2018 after Bitcoin crashed and everyone was calling it a scam. He was there on national television saying it was going to get even worse, but not to worry because Bitcoin always bounces back. And a lot of people don't know this about him, but he also fought in Iraq and served in the army for six years. So he brings an interesting perspective because he definitely has this rebellious side that's pretty common in crypto um, against the establishment. But he also has a patriotic side where he loves the country and wants to see it succeed. And I won't put words in his mouth, but he's definitely a very smart and interesting character. And he actually got his YouTube channel banned for like half a day um, for posting an episode on Bitcoin that was deemed potentially harmful to the audience. So actually, let's play a clip from that episode that got him temporarily banned from YouTube. The chairman of the Federal Reserve explicitly saying no intention to ban Bitcoin. Obviously, Bitcoin is going wild on the internet. El Salvador has started to mine Bitcoin using energy from volcanoes. The apex predator of the financial markets is ready to roll. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. Going to the fourth quarter of the football game. 
but they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Well, give us a little four figures in the air for the fourth quarter. <laughs> How are we going to finish it? How are we going to close it out? Fourth quarter. So that's Pomp. I just love how this guy is also always having fun. <laughs> if you want to follow Pomp, you can find him on Twitter. His handle's at A Pompliano. That's A P O M P L I A N O. Now, on a more serious side, there's Kathy Wood, and she does not F around. <laughs> this woman is incredibly smart and very serious about crypto and how it's changing the world. She's the founder, CEO, and CIO of ARK Invest, an investment management firm where she manages billions of dollars for some of the wealthiest people in the world, which, might I add, is also one of the best performing funds in the internet age. Casual, right? <laughs> and she comes from a traditional finance background before getting into crypto, which makes her perspective a really important one because she knows exactly what the crypto adoption process looks like for big corporations and for traditional financial institutions because she went through it herself. So she explains what needs to happen in order for them to enter the space and she's shown that she can predict with decent accuracy when the traditional finance world will start moving their money into crypto. Full disclosure, I have a difficult time understanding what she says sometimes. It can take me like an hour to get through some things she talks about because I have to pause and look things up. Um, if you have a traditional finance background, you'll be just fine, but it's just something to keep in mind with following her. But her ability to pick up on trends that no one else sees in a space that people from the outside rarely understand is so important. Because when she effectively predicts when a large institution will adopt Bitcoin, which she has done before, she is effectively predicting when all of this crypto stuff will start going mainstream, when the prices will go up. Remember in episode one when I talked about how this is the first time ever you can make money off of the brands coming into the space? Well, her in-depth complex analyses helps put a timeline around it so that everyday people can get in before and kind of like front run the banks and institutions because once they get in the price will go up very quickly so here's kathy i think part of the heightened regulatory talk here in the united states and and elsewhere but it's really taken off uh, in the last few months here is because uh what you are talking about the yield has attracted so much interest that the banks themselves are beginning to feel it uh, I have been shocked. I listened to especially JP Morgan's call. It's a good kind of staple to understand what's going on in the banking industry. And, you know, in a V-shaped recovery, uh, Jamie Dimon was telling us that their loan growth would be negative through the end of this year. I said, what? Uh, and I began to think, could it be? Could what's going on uh, in uh, in the uh, 
Ethereum world already be impacting banks. You know, prices are determined at the margin. And so this could be really hurting the banks. Kathy Wood, ladies and gentlemen, find her on Twitter. Her handle is at Kathy Wood. That's C-A-T-H-I-E-W-O-O-D. Okay, and last but certainly not least, Tom Bilyeu. He is a key person on this list. Not because he's the most knowledgeable person on crypto, but because he's not. And he owns that fact because he just entered the space on a more serious level in recent months and he's documenting his journey. He's interviewing the best people in the space right now. So you can learn alongside with him. And his interviews with Bro Paul and Michael Saylor were the first two that introduced me into this world. So in my opinion, he might be the best person to start following right now to get onboarded into this stuff. He started Quest Nutrition and grew it into a billion-dollar company, but now he has a media company on YouTube called Impact Theory that he does out of passion, and he believes NFTs will be the future of his company and is betting everything he has on that belief. And he's the most exceptional speaker and interviewer I've ever seen, and he's wildly dedicated to educating his audience on cryptocurrency and even topics like the growth mindset and just being an overall badass in life. He represents the perspective of the creators and entrepreneurs coming into the space and how exciting crypto and blockchain and NFTs can be for creators. And he really inspires me to think about what's possible with this new technology. I had been introduced to the idea of digital scarcity about six years ago. And I thought, ooh, that's gonna change my business. And then, but the technology wasn't there. And so, or I should say the networks weren't there. And I promptly ignored it. And then when it popped back up at the beginning of 2021, I was like, I'm all in. Cause I I understood what it was gonna be. So I start researching NFTs, the technology behind it. And that inevitably leads you to the blockchain, of course, which then leads you to crypto, which then I was like, wait a second, what? Like this is literally Somebody is essentially going, hey, you know, all those things that make gold, like this wonderful store of value, we're now moving that onto computers. And so I've been saying for years, technology is a one-way street. I'm a total like techno optimist. There is no going backwards. Like this only moves forward. So now it's like, wait, people are digitizing money. And then the, the poor David, who'd been telling me for God knows how long, eight months that I needed to look at it. I was like, what the hell? So I start researching hardcore about what it is. And I'm like, wow, not only do I have a a fiduciary responsibility to myself and my family to learn about this, I now felt absolutely compelled to tell people one simple thing, research it. I cannot recommend this guy enough. He's on Twitter as at Tom Bilyeu, that's T-O-M-B-I-L-Y-E-U, but also his company's Twitter is at Impact Theory, that's I-M-P-A-C-T-T-H-E-O-R-Y. Follow them both. So that is it for this week's Makeshift Happen episode on the crypto series, and in the words of Tom Bilyeu, be legendary, my friends. Peace out. That's good.
Thanks so much for listening to the Makeshift Happen podcast. If you enjoyed it, please don't forget to subscribe before you leave. This podcast is hosted by me, Leslie Wheeler, edited and produced by Yaristotle. If you have any questions, tweet them to us at LeslieGMI or at YaristotleGMI. And if you want more information on cryptocurrency, go to our website, www.makeshifthappen.com. That's shift with a Y. See you next time.